Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, the ultimate film and TV podcast. We're your hosts, James and Anthony. Today we'll be talking about the latest movie news from the past week. Now, we had an excellent week of both movie news and new releases. A couple of new releases this week were Elvis and The Black Phone. We saw The Black Phone last night, and it was a terrific horror film from Scott Derrickson. It also did really well at the box office with a $2.5 million Thursday night, which means it's going to be projected to make about $18 million, which is very good for the low-budget Blumhouse project. And Elvis as well did perform as a little better with a $3.5 million Thursday night. That movie is expected to make about $25 million. so both these new releases have been doing very well. And then Top Gun Maverick surpassed $900 million at the global box office. It's also back in IMAX theaters starting on Friday night, so if you haven't seen it in IMAX, you didn't get the chance to, we highly recommend going to IMAX and seeing this because this movie was made for that enormous screen. It is a completely different experience, I'm telling you. And also... Tom Cruise has authority over when this movie goes to streaming on VOD at Paramount Plus. And Paramount Plus is like, hey, Tom, can we please put this online? And Tom is like, nah, bro, this is staying in theaters. You know how much I'm making on royalties with, on this back end? <laughs> I'm making this back end money, player. Plus, he's a big believer in the theater ecosystem, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's helping you know keep theaters alive. Yeah, absolutely. And it also grossed the $900 million in 25 days, which is very impressive. It's one of the fastest movies to hit that mark, and it'll be closing in on a billion very soon. Jurassic World Dominion also surpassed 600 million globally it looks like it might top out at around 700 to 750 million globally worldwide for its run and we have a little news for the show so we are currently switching from our current podcast platform Spreaker to Anchor which is part of um, Spotify's podcast platform Spotify basically recruited us we met them we filmed an episode at Spotify Studios which is coming out next week because the main objective is getting video podcasts of the show on Spotify we're very excited about this transition but we have had a few issues coming from going from the previous hosting site platform to Anchor, which is Spotify's, but it should be getting clearer very soon. But we really appreciate your patience on days where we didn't get to post episodes or playback issues. Everything will be getting handled, hopefully, by the time this episode airs. And maybe this itself will be a video podcast episode. We're not sure yet. So we're up in the air of when videos will be available on Spotify. But they're very coming very soon. But do, And don't worry. If you listen on Apple, we'll still be an Apple podcast. It was the first time we ever missed a uh, posting release date. I know. It was very on weird Thursday. on Thursday. Yeah. But it, we got up for Friday. So that was our Stranger Things seasons one through three episodes. So check that out. So to the news, some very sad but also just heartwarming news is John Williams, the greatest film composer in history, is has announced his retirement at 90 years old. Uh, I believe the last thing he scored was the Obi-Wan Kenobi theme for the TV series. I'm not sure if he did Spielberg's upcoming film. It's possible he did. That could be his last one. So uh, bittersweet ending to uh, one of the greatest artists in film history. And if you uh, if you love if you love John Williams, why don't you put on one of his albums today? One of the greatest artists in modern history in general. So a great loss in the film community. 
We got <laughs> he didn't our. Die. <laughs> well, I mean, in the community, in yeah, terms yeah. of like his talent, a loss of talent. He's still chilling. <laughs> Anyways, moving on to some Lord of the Rings news. So Amazon released some new images for the Rings of Power series of orcs, and my curiosity has been peaked again for the show after I lost a lot of interest after seeing the CGI from the trailer and teasers. But after seeing the orc design, the practical effects, and not doing CGI orcs, it, they look incredible. They look terrifying and gruesome, and I'm really excited about this. Looks like meat's back on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do look great, and uh, the design is different from what we've seen before, which I think was a smart way to go. You want you don't want to make the orcs look exactly like the movies, and so I think it's smart that it's like a maybe a different kind of race of orcs, and they have different uh, outfits, and they it looks like they use a lot of wood for their armor as opposed to only metal. So it's very interesting. What about their legs? They don't need <laughs> they, them. They don't need them. <laughs> <laughs> Some Dune news. Leia Seydoux, the excellent French actress, has joined the cast of Dune as Lady Margot, and filming has is going to begin very soon. How about you tell us a little about? Lady Margot, Jim. So Lady Margot, I won't tell you too much, but she is a Benny Gesserit, and she has to do with storylines involving Fide Rautha, who is a Harkonnen, played by Austin Butler in Dune Part 2, which I thought was very smart to leave him out of the first film. He have a great new antagonist for the second film. And she also has connections with the Lady Jessica, obviously, because she's a Benny Gesserit, so I'll stay for now. Uh, filming locations have also been selected, specifically a beautiful one in Italy called the Brion Family Cemetery. And if you look up images for it, it looks exactly like... The world of Dune and the aesthetic and the design and, and the production designs that, uh, what's his name, Patrice has been doing with his team. So, Vermet. Uh, yeah, Patrice Vermet. Yeah. So very excited for the movie to begin filming, I believe, in July. I think I figured out Denis Villeneuve's casting process. Be hot and be talented. That's it. <laughs> it's a pretty smart director. <laughs> All right, next up, news for Where the Crawdads Sing, the hotly anticipated adaptation of the best-selling novel. Taylor Swift just released... An official title track called Carolina for the song for the uh, for the film. It is a lyric video that she just dropped on YouTube. It's actually very haunting and a little different from what she generally does. Taylor apparently was a huge fan of the novel and already had, like wrote the song, I think, and then uh, they made a deal with the filmmakers to put it in the film. So uh, if you love Taylor and you're looking forward to this film, you definitely should check out this lyric video called Carolina. Obi-Wan Kenobi had had its series finale on Wednesday, and we made an episode. We're not sure if the episode has aired yet or if it'll be airing this it's week. Possible. Because, again, we are up in the air with posting at the moment with our new hosting site and getting everything imported to the new platform. So it might be up. It might not. Either way, we've filmed it, and it will be coming very soon. One day. One day. <laughs> <laughs> There's our early reactions to Thor, Love, and Thunder. Now, uh, the people who got early access screenings, like people, members of the press and social media influencers, have seen the film, and all of the re reactions are highly positive, calling it very funny, a bright spot, and the best MCU movie of Phase 4 so far. Uh, and I'm just really looking forward to this. It looks like a lot of fun. Uh, apparently, it's just like great escapism for the movies, uh, just similar to Top Gun, I think. And so I think fans are going to really enjoy this film. The Furiosa movie, which is the Mad Max Fury Road Fury Road prequel spinoff has begun production starring Anya Taylor-Joy who takes on the original characters uh a Morton Joe 
And the synopsis is, as the world fell, young Furiosa is snatched from the green place of many mothers and falls into the hands of a great biker horde led by warlord Dementis. Sweeping through the wasteland, they come across the citadel presided over by the Immortan Joe. While the two tyrants war for dominance, Furiosa must survive many trials as she puts together the means to find her way home. Very excited to see this. We love George Miller and Mad Max Fury Road was Excellent. So super excited to see that they're in production right now filming. Can't wait to see that. Also, Chris Hemsworth has a major role in it. Very cool. Yeah, very, very cool indeed. There's a new horror trailer called Barbarian, which stars Bill Skarsgård, who you know from It, and Georgina Campbell, who's been in a lot of great stuff lately. It's basically an Airbnb nightmare where this young woman goes to the Airbnb she rented and finds that there's already a guy who says he rented the Airbnb, played by Bill Skarsgård. Classic. Yeah, who done it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's definitely going to be an axe murderer, but it doesn't look like it, actually. So they both decide to stay the night, which is very awkward, and crazy horror madness ensues. The trailer doesn't give anything away. It's a really intriguing setup, and I'm looking forward to it. Go to a hotel after. like, <laughs> or You take the Airbnb. Go to Motel 6. Uh, John Carpenter's The Thing, the classic horror film starring Kurt Russell, has made a reappearance, surprisingly, in box offices in, in cinemas around the country. At Cinemark is the chain releasing it, but I'm sure you could probably find it somewhere else. But check out your local listings, and it might be playing near you. We have some patrons and fans of the show that have checked it out already, so mm-hmm. highly recommend seeing it. I'm going to try to get it, my, a chance to see it if we get time this weekend. Euphoria's Hunter Schaefer has been cast in the upcoming Hunger Games prequel, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. This movie is going to be an origin story for President Snow. Origins! Origins! <laughs> and Schaefer will be playing a, a character named Tigress Snow. Uh, we haven't read the novel, so I don't know who that is, but I'm guessing she must be related to Snow, probably his younger sister, similar to... No, it's Ka- probably just a coincidence. Yeah, just happens to have the same last name. <laughs> but it must, it's probably a similar storyline to maybe Katniss and her sister in the, in the original films. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check them out at betterhelp.com slash Raiders. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, BetterHelp is here to help. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. Talk to your therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There's also a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Then you schedule secure video and phone sessions, plus you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is completely confidential. You can also request a new therapist anytime at no additional charge, so join the 2 million-plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Again, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Raiders of the Lost Podcast listeners get 10% off their first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash Raiders. That's our special link. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash Raiders. Now back to the news. Probably my favorite story this week has been a Minion story. And so Minions had a crossover with Dunder Mifflin's The Office in this really terrific promo for the film where they inserted Minions into The Office's credit scene uh, with the Minions taking over the roles of the characters. And they, they wove in the Minions into the different famous scenes from the show. Like there's a Minion spilling the chili Kevin's really chili. Kevin's famous chili. Yeah, there's there's a minion who's who's Dwight, and he pulls out the Jello out of his desk with his stapler in it. So a really great ad for minions. I think it's super creative and done really well. And grew as Michael Scott. Yeah, it's which terrific. Is great. 
Uh, Bullet Train, the anticipated action-adventure film coming soon in August, just got some new character posters to show off the star-studded cast of Assassins. We can't wait to check out this Brad Pitt-led film. Looking forward to it. And then My Big Fat Greek Wedding 3 has begun filming in Greece. You hear that, Mike? And all of our other Greek, our other Greek listeners, it's happening. The trilogy is finally upon us. Get the Windex ready. Yeah, <laughs> all the Windex. <laughs> Next up, They Them trailer welcomes campers to Kevin Bacon's horrifying conversion camp. This new slasher film is coming to Peacock in August. It looks very creepy, very culty, and I'm sure it's going to be pretty interesting. And there is yet another horror trailer, a bunch of horror trailers this week. This new film called Smile has released their official trailer, and it looks super creepy and scary and unnerving. It's about this kind of like like I don't, supernatural thing happening to people where they uh, are frozen into this scary, creepy smile, and then something terrible happens. I think it looks like it's, it draws from movies like The Ring and even The Happening. Uh, so it looks like a lot of fun in terms of horror fans. I think they'll like it. Have you heard about the honeybees? Have you heard about the bees? What's happening to the honeybees? <laughs> <laughs> Marky Mark impression from uh, The Happening. We've lost contact. With whom? Everybody. <laughs> the fact that Mark Wahlberg said whom in a movie is just so silly. Love M. Night, but it's Marky Mark. Come on. With whom? With whom? <laughs> Everyone. Um, a new trailer dropped for Bros. Billy Eichner's new uh, buddy romance comedy. It looks super funny. It's an all-gay cast. It's something that's never really been done for a major studio distribution movie event basically to film film <laughs> what am i even saying I so it's the, it's the, it's the a movie it's the first like full gay it's the first cast. studio it's the first studio produced gay film gay film yeah distribute wide release distribution yeah, produced by a major studio so it's very otherwise exciting. it's always been independently produced looks really funny really authentic uh billy did half the, wrote half the screenplay co-wrote it so very excited to see his comedy chops because he's a hysterical guy and billy on the streets is one of the funniest things i've ever seen in my it life it looks like his acting is very good he has yeah. a more it's a more authentic like not his like silly personality, high energy. Not screaming at yeah, people screaming for at people. dollar bills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new uh, kids show, a uh, kids movie. The trailer for Lyle Lyle Crocodile was just released, starring Javier Bardem and Constance Wu. And playing the eponymous crocodile is none other than Sam Mendes, who shows off his vocal skills in the trailer. It looks like a lot of fun for families. And staying on animal movies, there's a new trailer for Beast, which is an Idris Elba-led action-adventure horror film, you could say, that also stars Charlton Copley. He plays a, a father who takes his two daughters on vacation in Africa. Uh, being shown around by Charlotte Copley's character, and then they get attacked by a ferocious giant lion who we, I'm assuming has some sort of rabies or disease because it's super violent. So it's basically, killing people, not eating them. It is, yeah, it's not even eating them. It's Cujo with a lion. It looks really cool. Check out the trailer. We saw it for the first time in theaters the other night. It looked awesome. It was an intense trailer. Yeah, I was, I was like all on board for it. <clears throat> So next up, there's Indiana Jones 5 News producer Frank Marshall, who has been a producer on every one of the films, says that fans are going to be very happy with this movie, saying it has a lot of similarities to the original film. And we're looking forward to it. James Mangold is directing this, not Steven Spielberg, although Spielberg is also working as a producer on the film. And also, I mean, you can't you can't deny Harrison Ford being indie. You got to show up to the theater for that. Fingers crossed, yeah. it's good. And hopefully, well, I mean, I've heard that Harrison's going to retire after it, but hopefully not because we still love him. But we'll I mean, see. he's he's about 137 years old, so 38. it's almost time. 138. 138. Yeah. Let's see what else we got for news. Um, Chris Evans said he'd return to Johnny as Johnny Storm. For Cap for Fantastic Four before he would return as Captain America, which I understand he did, he did Captain America for like twelve movies, 
and I'm sure he wish he could get another shot at Johnny Storm because it wasn't well franchise received. has yeah. always been underwhelming, and they have still yet to nail the Fantastic Four. At Warner Brothers Studios, you can now enter Professor Sprout's greenhouse. They just opened this new part of the Warner Brothers Studio tour where you can interact with mandrakes on the, on the site. So it looks like a lot of fun and yet another reason for us to go back to Warner Brothers. Hopefully you don't pass out like Neville Longbottom. Just, just saying. <laughs> looks like Neville look like looks like Longbottom's neglected his earmuffs. Nah, ma'am. He's, he's just, just passed fa- out. He's just fainted. He's just fainted. He just fainted. <laughs> oh, well, leave him be. <laughs> Beavis and Butthead. Do the Universe is now on Paramount Plus streaming, so check it out if you're a fan of the original movie and TV series. <laughs> we watched it a lot when we were kids because you all know we have older brothers, and Beavis and Butthead was a regular staple in the house. MTV was always on. Yeah, so. <laughs> hey, hey, Beavis. Get out. man. It's a pretty good impression. Well, yeah, we, yeah, we used to do that as kids all the time. Cornholio. <laughs> Cornholio. I am it's so funny the The final bit of news is chris pratt has been doing some press for thor love and thunder and he revealed that he actually auditioned for both star trek for captain kirk and also for avatar and failed miserably in both auditions it's really interesting to see someone who's become such a successful actor one of the most successful ones alive at the moment saying that at this moment in his career, he felt like he didn't really have a direction and felt like he was questioning even his abilities because he was just working on Parks and Rec at the time. So it's interesting to see that even someone who becomes as successful as him has their moments of failure and rejection. Yeah, I would say probably his first big, big role was Zero Dark Thirty. And then moving on from there, getting Star-Lord and everything was awesome. And, I, and we probably wouldn't have him in Star-Lord if he got one of these movies. So actually, I'm glad he didn't get them. Yeah, you're right. He was perfect at Star-Lord. Now that wraps movie news number 53. Again, thanks for bearing with us during our transition from Spreaker to Spotify's podcasting platform, Anchor. Uh, If there's been playback issues, hopefully they'll be resolved very soon. And video podcasts, hopefully this week, if not already, when this episode airs, will be active on Spotify. And don't worry if you have Apple Podcasts where you listen to us. We'll still be posting on all platforms at the same time. Just be able to see our faces now on Spotify. And Anchor and Spotify also have a lot of extra features. And we'll be telling you all about those very soon. Yeah, and we filmed in their studio, and that episode will be airing this week as well. So that was very exciting. So get excited for that. We have Stranger Things Volume 1 review, and then also Everything, Everywhere, All at Once review coming out. Take care, everyone. Goodbye, y'all. This episode of Raiders of the Lost podcast has been executive produced through Patreon thanks to Cody Moen, Calvin Cam, John Agratz, and Lauren Smertz. Thank you to our producers. Thanks so much for tuning in to Raiders of the Lost Podcast. Be sure to subscribe if you're new. Hit the like button. Leave a comment. Find us on all audio streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Find us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Raiders of the Lost Podcast. Be sure to check out one of these other videos right here for more content on our favorite films and breaking down all kinds of movie content. Thanks so much.